The plan to revitalize Vancouver's Chinatown community was unanimously approved by council earlier today. It's going to cost around $2 million. The aim is to clean up the neighborhood that has been littered, that has been hit very hard by crime and ongoing vandalism. It is called the Uplifting Chinatown Action Plan, and it was something that was brought forward by Vancouver's new council late last year. So joining us to talk a bit more about this is somebody who addressed council before the vote. Ryan Diaz is an MMA fighter, also the owner of DCS Fitness and Martial Arts in Vancouver. Ryan, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Thank you for having me, Jill. Uh, you know, when you addressed council, a lot of people were commenting on how you were able to bring that perspective and really tell council and tell others what it's been like operating a business in that neighborhood. Can you tell us a little bit about what you told council? Well, I told them, like, I, I mentioned about how, like, we felt like we were forgotten and, like, no one's helping us and we're alone. I mentioned about all the things that have happened, like, uh, the Uber Eats like, uh, e driver that got stabbed, the altercation on Maine and Hastings uh, with the police officers, the attack on the, Chinese secu- uh, the Chinatown security guard, the anti-Asian hate crimes, like, uh, crimes. The ran- random crossbow attack, the you know the armed robbery at the TD on the corner, the old man that got hit and got his hip broken. Like these are just ones that like I remember. Like you just don't even know about the things that happen every day. And you then I talked about how how we deal with this daily on a daily basis. Like even just two days ago, there was a man who's known to police who's been arrested six times. Like I'm not ever gonna say anything bad about the police because the police are doing their job. They have to, they're arresting the gentleman, and then he spends the night in jail, and they let him go. And it's, they've arrested him six times. And he's, like, what his M.O. is, is he, he likes to walk on the street, try to open doors. And, like, we had parents that were waiting for their children in their cars, and they, they, he opened their door, and they were fighting with him to keep the door closed, and he's begging them for money. Like, you know, it's really scary for people. You know, and that's on top of every day. Like, we're a martial arts school. So, of course, if you see people walk by, you know, they see, like, martial arts happening. And then we have these people in wanting to fight us. Oh, you know how tough I am. You know, I can fight you guys. Like, you know what I mean? It's not cool. And then we've been, we've been attacked, like, with a knife, like, even three weeks ago. Like, someone threatened us with a knife. I'm not saying they, 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 they actually had a chance to hit us. But he's holding a knife right in front of the street, hitting things. And then one day, too, I got a, like, we were, I was threatened. Somebody came in, and I told him to leave. And then all of a sudden, he goes in the front, and he pulls up his shirt, and he had a handle. You know, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a gun. You know, luckily, like, we called the police. The police ran around, found him, and luckily, it was just a hammer. You know, like, one of my employees at 7 a.m. was opening the, opening the studio, and a gentleman went up to her and said, hey, give me some money for your safety. It just, every day, it's constant. You know, and then we have, like, the, oh, that was the one latest news was one of our mothers was waiting out front of the gym, and she got hit hard by a gentleman that was being chased by, like, well, he was, I won't say he was chased, he was running away from police, gave her a concussion. They find out that he's been arrested six times for assault. Luckily, now he pled guilty, and now he's going to be kept in, in prison. You know, like, it just doesn't end. Like, the drug, like, people shooting up drugs right in front of us. Uh, I, I, the list goes on. Oh, and then theft. You know how many times we've had to chase like people down the street for our neighbors, like because they stole from them, and we're chasing after them for them. Like, it, it, the list goes on and on and on. 
That's, uh, I mean, just hearing you describe that, and, and I know we've talked about it before, but hearing you describe that, I mean, that's, that is not something, I can't even imagine what it's like for you every day coming to work, and like you said, your staff members not knowing what you're going to be dealing with. It is hard. You know, we try to keep everyone safe, and we want everyone to know that we are doing everything we can to keep everyone safe. We offer people, like sometimes we have classes late at night, we tell them, like, hey, if you want someone to walk you to your car, we'll walk you to your car. We'll walk you to the bus. We'll walk you to your bicycle. We'll make sure that you get your bicycle off the lock and you're on your way. You know, like, we, we don't want people to be scared. Like, that's the number one thing. Like, we are, like, and the city, as of late, has been doing a better job. Like, we can see the police walking by, you know, checking. So it has gotten a little bit better over time, like in the last few weeks and stuff. And I'm hoping now with the, with the motion passed today, it'll even get better. But the one thing that really, like, I was telling them in council is, how could you let us have, like, they're letting people set up tents a block, two blocks away from us, away from kids coming to classes. You know, I'm not saying that it's us. Like, I keep reminding everyone it's not us versus them, but we have to find some ground here or something where, you know, you help them, but at the same time, you keep the innocent safe. Right. And and I'm, I'm, I guess I shouldn't be shocked by this, but I guess I am a little bit given that you're an MMA fighter you and you're talking, like you said, there are people in your studio that are doing martial arts and still people are coming up and threatening you. Oh, they, they, these people, they have no fear, no care. You know, they might even be on drugs while they're doing it. You know, they're screaming and yelling. You know, like I talk about it. It happens, but it's not like, it's not, it's not, it's not, we've never had a very bad experience. Like, I don't want people to ever think that it's not safe. It's just that it, it's, it's just a lot, like anywhere in Vancouver, like if you can, you can talk to anyone, anywhere in Vancouver, you should be, you know, you should always be aware. Like sure. when I teach women's self-defense courses, I had someone tell me, hey, Ryan, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go around and be scared all the time? And I told them no. When you drive a car, you don't drive a car expecting to get an accident. But obviously, be aware. The one problem with our place is it's like okay, in the road, and it's like you know when you're driving, like yeah, you should always be aware. But the problem with ours is, is there's a lot of bad drivers around us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to be more aware of it. That's the problem. Uh, and and has it gotten progressively worse? I know that uh, a lot of people saying the last few years, it, it just because with the city kind of emptying out, people staying at home, not as many eyes on the streets, and and people in very uh, bad situations, that it has gotten a lot worse. Okay, it did get worse. I feel like I don't want people to think it's getting like in the last month and a bit, it has actually gotten better. The streets are cleaner. And we do see the police presence coming, walking by often. So, like, if you're looking from a bigger, like, a longer time perspective, from when we first moved to Chinatown eight years ago till maybe last year, yeah, it got progressively worse. And then in just the last bit, it is getting better, okay? The one thing I noticed, and, like, I know this because I'm here. I deal with it every day, and I know what's happening. I'll tell you what the biggest problem is. The biggest problem, and no one ever addresses this problem at all, and I don't know why, is that the rest of Canada comes to Vancouver. They know that I come to Vancouver. The number one thing that people need to know is it's warmer here. It's warmer than, say, Montreal. It's warmer than anything on the East Coast. So it's, 
a lot warmer. It's a lot. Uh, and then they hear that they're getting free housing, free drugs. So why wouldn't you? Like, if you're a homeless person in the rest of Canada, why wouldn't you come to Vancouver? You know, I'm not going to say this. I don't know. I've, I've heard this, but I don't know if this is true. But I've heard that some provinces are even shipping people here. That I'm not, I, I don't quote me on that, but I've heard of that. So I don't know. But I can tell you, any problems, like, we've had to call the police a few times over the years. And every time that it's somebody that, the, the, that we have to deal with, the police always fill us in on what, you know, like, what happened. And I would say more than 70, 80%, maybe 90% of the time, it's always somebody from outer province. Hmm. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And I, I get what you're saying. And I know years ago we had heard those stories as well about people in other provinces being given the one-way bus tickets. I'm not 100%. I'm with you on that. I, I don't know that there's any actual proof or, or, or true evidence to show that. But regardless of where people are coming from or how long they've been in BC or what, that, like you say, having tents set up on the street outside your business, having people threaten you with the lifting their shirts up and showing the, the handle of a hammer, not okay and, and, and not good for business, I would imagine. People don't want to be walking through that to come to your, to your business either. Well, it's bad. You know how many times we've gotten messages telling us that people love our business, they love our place, they love everything we're doing, but they just don't feel safe coming to the neighborhood. You know, it, it happens all the time. And it's not, like we, like when I mentioned it to council too, I talked to them, like, well, it's been a rough three years for us. We already had to deal with COVID and surviving that and just like being able to stay in business. And now that we have a chance to come back, we have to deal with this now? Like, Please, we need help. We, we need help. You know, like, I want everyone to know, though, things have gotten better. Like, it's not like the streets have gotten a lot better since, like, especially, like, I'm not saying anything, too. One thing I noticed is when the elections were happening, they totally forgot about us. You know, now that the elections were done and Mayor Ken Sims in, like, things are getting done. Like, you know, before that, it felt like they just left us hanging to dry. You know, like, okay, hey, you know, the way I looked at it is like, we don't know if we're going to stay in power, like, hey, or we're going to use this as a political uh, agenda and tell you, hey, we're going to fix this when we get in power. You know what I mean? But at that point, it felt like no one really cared about us. But now I can tell you now things are happening. You know, is it can get get a lot better? Yes, it can be a lot better help because, yeah, it should be like it got so bad now that we're still digging out of the hole. With this uh, this announcement or this vote then to, to go ahead, and this is the plan to to revitalize that neighborhood, uh, looking at about a two, $2 million going in to clean it up, what are some of the first things you think would help? What should that money be used for? Obviously, the cleaning up is very important. Like the graffiti, they just let the graffiti go. Like it got to the point where like even I had to put commission murals on my building because I wanted to make sure that no one put ugly graffiti on it, you know? So that does help a lot because you walk through, like it has gotten better. They have, like there has been many initiatives that have helped do it, but you have to understand it just, you clean it up, it'll, they'll, they'll, they'll tag it the next day. They'll tag it that night. You know what I mean? So you ask me what, like what will make it better? That the graffiti and the cleanup? Yes. Also, the, the, like, the security presence. You know, like, 
I know people feel like, hey, this is not good, but we need that right now. We need people to know that they feel safe and that they are being like, you know, there is some help being around if they need it. And the other thing that is mentioned a lot is the parking. Like, mm. it's expensive to park in Chinatown. Like, we need people to be able to come here easily. You know what I mean? Like, give us a chance. Like, that's, that's, what, like, that's what we need. We need a chance and we need help. Have you right ever? Now we're not having a chance. Sorry, I'm I'm curious, and and obviously you're still there, and I'm sure that that's good for the community that businesses have stayed. But have you ever felt like just giving up and finding a different location? You know, it's funny. The city asked me that today too. And the thing is that I'll be honest with you, I've never thought about it. Like I'm not. I I'm a fighter, and I've I, I fought my whole life. I've won two world titles. I've had tons of pro fights, and I don't I don't ever like giving up is never in my vocabulary. You know, I just keep going, like consistency, and I just keep working hard. That's why, like, even how we survived during COVID, like, I just kept going. And I don't think about leaving, you know, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to even think about that because I have hope and I'm going to be very optimistic that things are going to get better. So, no, and honestly, I've never thought about leaving. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks for joining us today and talking more about this and the vote at council. Hopefully this fund does help the neighborhood, but thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me, Jill.